Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. High-profile climate activist is set to speak at a virtual conference organised by the University of Limerick uh, today. Uh, the Kemi Business School is hosting their seventh biennial international symposium on cross-sector social interactions, which is a mouthful, uh, running until Friday. Uh, Vanessa Nakate, who is a Ugandan youth activist, will be uh, talking about why black voices matter in the collective response to the climate crisis and uh, Vanessa joins us uh, on the line. Uh, we're also joined uh, by Dr. Anne-Marie N- uh, Ryan from the Kemi Business School at the University of Limerick and she is the chair of this conference. Um, Anne-Marie, uh, clearly um, difficult and unusual challenges to running the symposium virtually. Uh, tell us a little about that and why you have asked Vanessa uh, to contribute. Thanks very much, Joe. It's lovely to be on your show again. Um, yes, we made the decision just over two and a half months ago to go virtual. We were all set to come to Limerick and we were very excited about bringing what will be 150 delegates you know, to Limerick. So um, we're trying to make the best and to make the virtual conference as interesting and exciting for our delegates and to make it as, as place-based as possible to really help people to connect with place and to Limerick. Um, and so we have you know, 140, 50 delegates from 22 countries. Um, so it's very exciting. Um, and we're using some virtual uh, digital tools to really help keep that group together and have social interactions and all the things that make conferences worthwhile. And the people coming from literally all over the world and are experts in this space of partnerships, partnerships between business and nonprofit and with government. Um, to address, you know, global and, and complex challenges. And Vanessa is so, um, she's a perfect speaker for, for um, our conference this year. As a climate activist, she really brings to the fore the core issues that we need to be addressing and brings the voice of the people who are most affected by them. And again, voices of young people, of, you know, women, of, of you know, people from you know, the global south, which, you know, can get lost sometimes as we're, you know, trying to, think about how we might resolve our own problems close to home. So I think having the voices of the people who are most affected by climate change is really critical if we're going to advance our knowledge and how we respond to that. Yeah. Um, uh, Greta Thunberg obviously is somebody that people think a lot about. Uh, here we have um, campaigners, I know, like Saoirse Exton, um, and clearly we are in the throes of a decision-making process that involves the Green Party here and uh, whether what they uh, are, have been proposing for a long time will be part of the agenda of the incoming government if all the parties uh, agree to that by Friday. Uh, yeah. Vanessa Nakate, um, it, it, an amazing story, both both the work that you've done, but also in the context of Black Lives Matter. You came to prominence as well at the World Economic Forum in Davos in January, where you were erased from a photograph that you were clearly in, if anyone has seen the two photos. Tell us about that. Um, Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, When I was cropped out of that photo, to me it clearly showed how much uh, the African voices are not listened to when it comes to the climate movement. And what is happening now in the different parts of the world in regards to the Black Lives Matter, 
it shows something that has been going on for a very long time and how much black lives are valued. Because it doesn't just stop at what is happening in the United States. It happens in every part of the world. It happens in every movement. And I have experienced it in the climate movement. But you need to understand that every voice matters because continuous erasure of some of the voices, especially those from the African continent or from the black community means that we cannot be able to achieve climate justice. You find that the most affected communities are in the African continent. You know, people are already experiencing the impacts of climate change right now. So erasing the voices of those who are trying to call for action means that we will not be able to get the justice that we deserve. Every voice matters. Vanessa, you were telling us about the photograph that you were cropped out of. Did you ever get a satisfactory explanation as to who did it and why? And do you think it was pure racism at the back of it? Well, I never got to know the exact person who did the crop, but I got to know the the company that did the crop. And uh, the explanation that was given was that a building was, uh, in the background, and I think the format of the photo wouldn't have come out well with me included. But to me, that was not uh, enough of an explanation, simply because after the complaints and the social media outrage, they put other photos where I was included. So I always ask myself, why didn't they use those photos in the first place? instead of presenting photos where I have been cropped out and not been introduced as one of the activists at the press conference. And did you feel that at heart it was maybe unconsciously that black lives didn't matter? Well, of course, at that time when I saw the photo, it made me question the value that we had. And at that point, it felt like my life as an African, and not just me, but millions of other people from the black community, didn't really matter when it comes to, you know, the issues of this world. You know, sometimes I go and look through Google, and it is so disturbing to see that everything that I read about myself, it's about the cropped photo. It's about the cropped photo. And to me, that is also a form of erasure. So it made me think about the value of our lives as black people. And it's an interesting point, Vanessa, but on climate change that you're so passionate about as well, it is very much on the agenda in Ireland this week, maybe more than it ever has been, because the Greens here are on the cusp of going into coalition government and their members and other members of the coalition are voting on it this week. There's also a lot of fear in the country about the Green agenda and the pain that it might mean across the country. What would your message be? Well, uh, when it comes to the green agenda, what I can say is that as the world, we need to move to a green recovery in regards to what has been happening in different parts of the world. And it shouldn't just stop at the talks. It shouldn't just stop at the promises. It shouldn't just stop at the voting. We need more than that. We need more action because we've listened so much to the words and the promises of those who are ready to lead the green agenda, to lead the green deal. But it is so disturbing to 
you know, to realize that many times it's about the promises, it is about um, the, the talks, but we need them to actually implement the green agenda to ensure that the ecosystems are protected, to ensure that the natural life support systems are protected, to ensure that the natural resources like the forest, the water, the soil, and the different biodiversity are protected. We need to make sure that the green agenda is actually implemented and not just talked about. Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much. As I say, it'll be very interesting to see how all that develops in terms of uh, the potential formation of our new coalition government here in Ireland later in the week. Uh, climate activist Vanessa Nakate from Uganda, who is speaking virtually at this virtual international symposium on cross-sector social interactions organised by the Kemi Business School. Thank you for joining us and thank you to uh, Chair Dr. Anne-Marie Ryan from UL as well. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.